Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I am really excited that you are back. Um, Now before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to take a moment to say a really big thank you. Um, I get a lot of messages from you guys, but recently I have been getting a lot more because you have been listening to this show and a lot of people have been taking the time to message me to say um, thank you for making the show and for telling me that they really enjoy it and that they're getting a lot out of it. And I just wanted to let you know that that like truly means the world to me. It really does. Like, you know, sometimes when you work by yourself, you have your own business, it can often be quite lonely And the only interaction you often have is with people online. Um, You know, sometimes you do events and you get to see people in real life, but majority of the time it is quite lonely. Um, And sometimes, especially doing things like a podcast, you don't get that immediate, um, I guess, like interaction or feedback from people. So to get messages um, saying that you're enjoying it and that you are learning or you're getting something out of it, or you found something funny, or you found the story scary. Um, it's just really cool. And like, I know it's easy to say like, you know, as a response, like, thank you so much. That means so much. But I just wanted to take this opportunity to say that it really, truly, truly, truly means the world to me. Like, You know, I wanted to create this podcast to normalize um, being a witch and to make it fun and a safe space and a place where people can go to kind of fill up their witchy soul. And I really hope that I'm doing that for you. And so, yes, thank you so much. I'm rambling now, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for all your messages and your support. Um, It's amazing. It truly is. Now... My guest today, um, you may have seen me chat with her a couple of times on Instagram, um, and that is Sarah from The Witch Apprentice. She is a beautiful friend of mine. We actually met over Instagram, funnily enough. That's the power of social media is that you can meet people and really click and not even have seen them in the flesh. I mean, we met um, doing an event once. But we had been kind of talking before then. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny how Instagram and stuff works, isn't it? That you can just like create these friendships and never really meet the people in real life. But anyway, that's how I met Sarah. Um, And she is hilarious. She is, uh, I mean, if you saw some of the messages between us, like... (laughs) 
probably shouldn't go there, but she um, she's a real legend. And I just wanted to say as a little side note um, that this week is actually her birthday. So that was a total coincidence that her episode happened to fall on, um, on this week because we had filmed this weeks ago. Um, and I so organized that I've done these weeks in advance. Um, but yeah, so it's her birthday. So this is kind of like her worship week, isn't it? We can all sit around, listen to how amazing Sarah is. And if you, if you totally vibe with her, you know what, jump over to her on Instagram and say happy birthday because she's an Aries, you know, you know, those fire signs. We, we just need a little bit of extra acknowledgement and love. Um, but anyway, let's jump into the new chat I'm having with Sarah. I hope you enjoy it and uh, enjoy. So today is very exciting because I am sitting here with one of my absolute favorite people to chat with. Now, you may have seen us chat on Instagram a couple of times, uh, but this lady is, I would say, one of my business mentors. She just knows her shit. She knows what she's talking about. She is a an amazing witch. She's an amazing mom and she just knows she just knows how to run a business. And not only does she have one, but now she's got two. And she's just she's just all things good. I I have massive respect for her and I'm so excited to chat and learn a bit more about her today. And uh, that is Sarah from The Witch Apprentice. Hello. <laughs> what an introduction. It's all like... lies. It's all lies. You paid oh me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank no you. No worries. What's well, true. I, um, I mean, I've messaged Sarah all the time, especially in regards to business stuff going, I don't know what to do about this. What do you think? And she just like. I mean, you may be lying, but to me, you sound like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. I'm winging it. I'm basically winging life. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job. Thanks. <laughs> um, so how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Busy. I'm, um, busy, very busy. Um, mm-hmm. Taking a day off today, but... Um, nice. Need to do that every now and then. Um, but yeah, busy um COVID free which is amazing a bonus <laughs> yes yes yeah. that's um, good yeah yeah we've we've been spared touch wood yeah we have as well actually I mean we're we're going now are we just those people that are like asymptomatic and we've had it and don't know because that's what I was thinking yeah, yeah. I know this is um purely anecdotal but when I have the um the vaccine i have zero side effects like oh, really? no side effects at all so i'm wondering like there's absolutely no scientific evidence to back this up that i know of that i've um researched um but i wonder if that means i will be asymptomatic whereas my husband when mm. he has the vax he has all of the symptoms like yeah um he has to lay down and like it's like he's got the flu or something so i'm wondering yeah i don't know yeah like you're I said, a superhuman the- um, it's true. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So no, Aries I think, energy. Um, I think our turn will come come winter when you know it's our peak time. I I don't think there'll be especially with Daisy at um kinder and yeah. um Hazel at school. I just don't yeah, it's only a matter of time basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've been lucky so far. That's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. Yeah. Um 
Now, I always like to start off with this question because I always find it really interesting to see how people go about their day. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you have a morning ritual? And that could be like a magical one. It could be mundane. It could be a bit of both. But is there something that you do to start each day? Yeah. So I wake up and scroll Insta. Insta, Wordle, and then maybe Facebook if I've got time. Nice. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Jokes aside, I do have morning ritual and like try, there will be, you know, as a mum with small kids, sometimes things get out of hand, but I always try, even if it's after I've got the kids off to school or kinder, um, I come back home and I do my little rituals. I just do a grounding and centering ritual. Mm-hmm. I burn incense. I love um, burning incense. And I just sit at my altar and um, do do my grounding and centering. And then I do my card pulls. I have two. No, actually, I have three now. Three mm-hmm. card. I just got gifted a new oracle that I'm just... Um, so drawn to like Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd introduce I always had two that I've had forever um that I do a card pull from each and one is from my um one of the deck of cards is a message from my spirit guides uh, and angels and then the other one is a message from my fae guides Mm -hmm. um and then my friend Ash gifted me this beautiful um unicorn I saw that yeah that just, so nice it's gorgeous just the other week and I don't know how she well I know how she knew I'll be drawn to it but like yeah I just never thought I'd incorporate another deck and now um yeah I'm coming to learn about my own personal unicorn which is pretty exciting cool. so I do one uh card pull from each of them which is a message for the day mm-hmm. and then um I make my well before before all that I make my sticky chai mm-hmm. gotta have my sticky chai that's my um my version of a coffee because I don't drink coffee mm-hmm. and then so once I've done my card pulls my chai will have cooled down and then I drink my chai my altar and just um have a little bit of a a little bit of a um, very quick rest before the before I get going for the day, but yeah, cannot get by without that chai. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, and it's got to be sticky chai that made you know I brew it on in mm-hmm. a milk dish, and yes, um, it's not a quick it's not a quick process. It takes about mm-hmm. fifteen to twenty minutes, but um, yeah. it's well worth it, and it gets me through the day. I don't feel normal until I've had my chai. It's, Tea Thief, I think, is the brand. If anyone wants a really good sticky chai. Yes, I'm always on the hunt for a good chai. It's amazing. It's <clears> so good. Get some of theirs. It's um, I think that a couple of talkie girls and they they um that I'm lucky because I live close by, they just deliver it to my door. But I know nice. they post Australia wide and it's so good. Like i yeah, never and my friend Katie, her mum makes a really good sticky chai she doesn't sell it though and sometimes Mm -hmm. Katie will gift that to me so um yeah I'm lucky but yeah love that that's my morning ritual and um Mm -hmm. yeah just like I said some days are crazy and sometimes I don't get to my morning ritual until mid-morning or lunchtime but um I try and do it there are days very rarely that I miss out altogether and I always feel like that day kind of isn't it's not the same it's not the same no and I do try and make up for it at night I'll try and do like a bit of journaling or something at night time um but yeah 
I think morning rituals are really important or just a start of the day ritual, whatever your start to the day is. I know a lot of people work night shift, et cetera, um, and don't have the, the, the privilege of time mm. um, in the morning. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think implementing something totally your daily routine at, and try to get it at the same time each day is mm-hmm. so important. I totally agree. I, I know the days where I, if I've like slept through my alarm or cause I try to get up before the kids, I really need that alone time for me. Yeah. I need that kind of reset and all of that. And I know days where I sleep through my alarm and I miss all that stuff. It's like dominoes. Like I start off grumpy or rushed and then I'm more snappy and then you feel guilty for being snappy and then, (laughs) you know, all that stuff. And it just goes on and on and on. But I think especially having like a drink, whether it is coffee or tea or whatever, I think like taking that time to do something just for yourself that you know, even if it takes 15 minutes, it's like something that you've done for yourself and given yourself that kind of self-care in a way yeah you start off with that like gratitude of like oh this is so nice I feel really good and then I think it goes that's how your day starts in this like higher place so I think yeah it's so important to gift yourself that it is yeah yeah self-care I don't yeah I I don't usually use that word very often but it is it is part Mm. of self-care yeah Mm. now um tell me what was your journey finding witchcraft? Is that something that you've always had or did it find you at a certain place? It's really weird because I get asked this question a lot and I don't have a de- definitive answer. Um, and, you know, like you hear other people, especially witches in business, talk about their their moment. Like, yeah. oh, I was in the woods and I stripped down naked and did a dance <laughs> and that's when I knew I was a witch. Like, I have nothing like that. Um, <laughs> I don't have, I wasn't um, brought up in a family that really was connected to nature, but I always felt connected to nature myself. Um, but um, I was brought up in, in a family, you know, like um, I'm a bit older than some people um, in the 80s and the 90s and a single mother of five children. So there wasn't really time to like, mm. you know, um, it was a very busy and um, time poor household that I grew up in. So there wasn't really time to explore that kind of thing. I'm sure my mum would have loved to have had um, the the. Uh, privilege of that but yeah um it just was very practical very very um practical upbringing um so I don't really have like I don't have a moment a defining moment that I was like oh that's when I was a witch but um for me um having children was a big turning point Mm. um also turning 40 was a huge um a huge thing for me in the way of um, just like get like uh, what's the word just to stop um, trying to be what I thought people wanted me to be and yeah. just be who who you want to be it's like I don't know I think like um, for every every woman that I know who has turned 40 has that kind of moment it's just like I don't know I think like um, we all we've all been brought up to fear getting older but um I fucking loved turning 40 like yeah. it was one of the best things that ever happened to me it's been a few years since now <laughs> 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 like mid 40s now but um yeah that was a huge thing for me but I think that it's important that um 
especially for, for new witches um, who are like me and who, who weren't brought up, um, it's, it's not important how you got here. It's important. Mm. What's important is what you do um, once you realise you're a witch. Um, you don't mm -hmm. have to have that cool story. No. Um, the, what's important is that you got here, you, you understood that this is what you're meant to do and, um, and, and now just try and do, do good work and, mm -hmm. um, and try and use your witchcraft um, to, to do um, good things and, you know, try and um, heal others and heal, heal the earth and heal yourself and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's really important that you don't have to have that story. No. But, um, yeah, I've thought about it a lot because especially I get asked it so many times, but um, and the little things, the little things that I can pick out that, um, you know, started being drawn to certain things and, um, <clears throat> um, yeah, but there's no real... I'm sorry, I'm so no, boring. Don't be, no, 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 I don't think it's boring because I think a lot of people have that. And I know for me, like, again, I didn't have my running naked in the woods story either. Yeah. But I, I have found that it is a very common theme when people uh, become parents or they, yeah. they turn a certain age that, and it could be 40, it could be 30, it could be whatever. Yeah. But they start to look at life differently because a yes. as a parent you don't have time for bullshit and I really felt that like when I first became a mom there was so much drama and stuff going on in our lives and I was like I just don't have the energy for this and so I just started doing things that made me feel good but it also made me realize that I wasn't really feeling that good because something was missing and yeah. you do have that kind of like crisis of who am I? What do I need in my life? And I think that's often when people go, okay, well, I'm just going to have a real like self-discovery. And that's when they do go, wow, this is, this is me. This is what I am. Yeah. I was always growing up. Um, I was uh, kind of brought up Catholic and I was always drawn to the religion, <laughs> but I just didn't feel like it gave me what I was seeking. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that I had faith to direct somewhere but I just didn't even though and I still have my Catholic um saints that I pray to um uh, Saint Anthony um is like a huge a huge part of my life but Catholicism as a religion doesn't really sit with me yeah. um having said that I send my child to a Catholic school that's because it's an, an amazing school yeah um that's not and, and we say to her it's up to her what she believes like um, she's starting to learn about Christianity and she'll come home and talk about it and she'll say do is this what you think mom and I'm like look it's not what I think but um, we'll let you make your own decision on that it's yes. up to you it's up to you what you want to believe um, but yeah I think it's important that people like witches don't um, have to feel like they have to justify why they're why they're no. a witch um there's no you know like witches council that are going to come and tick off no. a list like yeah you don't need to justify anything um to yourself or to others so um yeah I think it's a it's a it's an interesting question I can't really answer it mm. sorry no don't be sorry is um <laughs> is there a particular part of witchcraft that you're especially drawn to like I know some people 
are really into working with crystals. Some people work, you know, with uh, the Fae or tarot. Like, is there something in particular that you really love the most? Yeah, I do love um, uh, working with the elements. I love Mm -hmm. working with fire. Fire is um, an element that I'm extremely drawn to. Um, So anything uh, candle or fire related um, is a big part of my craft. Um, and also, um, I love incorporating. I love incorporating heaps of tools into that, um, like herbs and um, crystals. I'm not a huge wealth of knowledge on crystals. Like mm-hmm. I know the ones that I work with, and um, I know the ones that I'm drawn to. But um, I'm not uh, specifically a crystal witch. But um, yeah, I think fire, fire is my main and spellcraft like mm-hmm. um I think a lot, that's another thing like a lot of witches um or people who are drawn to this path feel that they have to uh do spells and you don't have to do that like no. if that's not um if that's not something you feel comfortable with but spellcraft is something that really um I really love I love mm-hmm. I love making up my own spells I like following other people's spells um and yeah, something that I find um, I have a lot of powering yeah. when, it, when it comes to my craft. Well, you know, a lot of people are drawn to journaling. I'm not really much um, much of a writer. Mm-hmm. So that I do journal, but I don't, um, it's not like my main, my main source of like manifestation or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, and then other people are more drawn to cards and love to do that side of things like uh, divination. And yes. Um, but yeah, mine, um, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm a very hands-on witch. I like to always be creating and making and doing um, and, and spellcraft is very much like that. So do you follow the wheel of the year? Uh, I do. I do. Um, but I have found the last six months, like doing the subscriptions has really, really, it's really taken me away from celebrating, um, the each, each turn, which, Mm um, I've really, I've really missed, um, yeah, but it's just because I'm just so busy and I just, um, it's just where you're at right now. It's not a forever thing. It just sometimes that happens. Yeah, but I do follow the Southern Hemisphere wheel mm-hmm. of the year, definitely. Is there yeah. anyone in particular, any Sabbath that you really connect with? Each each turn, I'm like, this is my favourite. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. <laughs> so, but, but I, I really do love Beltane. Am I saying yeah. that right? I don't yeah. know as a deaf witch. I don't know if I'm ever saying yeah, that Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you're good. I really love Beltane. I get the only thing I don't like about Beltane is I get real antsy around that time of year. Like I'm, I'm. It's like I'm on edge, like waiting for something to happen. I don't know if it's. I think it's like the Fey energy. Like, what was that? Sorry. You think it's this uh, the Fey energy? Because I know yeah, there's a lot of yeah. fairies. Mm. Definitely. Um, I also love um, Litha, and I love Marbon. Mm. So, yeah um I, I yeah there is probably the one that affects me the most is Beltane mm-hmm. definitely I'm most affected by that and I really really wish that we could celebrate Easter then I mean I know that we can I know but I mean as um as 
like commercial Easter. Like I wish we could go out and buy Easter. I know. <laughs> yeah, like a really, um, uh, I'd love to spend a year over, you know, like um, where uh, my ancestors are from to really connect to that um the, the the northern hemisphere the world and the commercial world of each yeah. holiday like I would love to do that um but yeah no um I don't know I can't pick a favorite but I'd have no. to say the one that does affect me the most is Beltane definitely yeah beautiful we've we've said as well we would love to spend a year in like America or you know in like the UK or somewhere just so we could you could have like Yule and Christmas together and every yeah. like you could just pretend like everyone is a witch and everyone's celebrating the same thing where here it's like it's July and you go no one cares yeah. no one cares but me <laughs> I'd love it my ancestors uh, not all of them but um I have a uh ancestor line in um Cornwall in England oh, and I'd love to go over there and it's really weird because um well, living over here, I've always been drawn to the beach and I'm not, um, like water is not um, really an element that features in my chart at all. I probably need a little bit more of it. Um, and I'm not a strong swimmer. Like, the, I don't know what it is about the ocean, but I'm always drawn to it. And, um, like wh where I live now is very close to Torquay and the surf coast. Um, and yeah, like a plan is that we will live um, my husband was born and bred down there. So the, the plan is to get back down there um, mm -hmm. once the kids are a little bit older. Um, but it, yeah, it's so weird. When I found out that a lot of my ancestors came from Cornwall, I was like, that that's, makes sense why I'm mm -hmm. so drawn to the ocean because I'm just it's not. in your blood. Yeah, it's in my blood. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, yeah, I'd love to. I'm, I've got to go deep. I don't have much on my father's side, but my uncle, my my mum's um my mum's brother did a lot on his side and um, I don't have that on, I have a hard copy of it, which is really hard because it's like massive and I've got to have a massive table to like roll it out. But um, I have the digital copy of my dad's side and that's why I know the Cornwall cool. um, reference. But yeah, it, um, I'd love to go over there and, yes. and just explore that maybe, yeah, when I retire or something Cornwall that's like one of my top five places I want to visit because yeah. it's just like such a magic spot like they have so much connection with fairies and mermaids and there's like a witch museum there I'm just like I need to go so yeah much. I've never been I, I didn't when I went to Europe I didn't really spend much time in the UK which is a bit of a disappointment but yeah we'll definitely get over there at some stage and mm -hmm. and go deep yeah um, yeah I love it yeah one day um, one day one day um, now, how did the Witch Apprentice begin? How, what was your journey into starting? Because I know you had a business before that. So how did you make that switch and how did the, the Witch Apprentice be born? Um, it's a while ago now. It's really hard um, to remember. So I was up in the air about my last business um, because it was um, a a successful business and you know like with each business it becomes your baby and I invested so much time but I just didn't love it and I didn't really build a I did like um there's going to be friends out there saying like shaking their head at this I was going to say I didn't really build a very um supportive or um lovely community with with that business um 
and there was a lot of I, I didn't really feel supported by peers and mm-hmm. I don't know like it just I, there was a lot of things that I just didn't love it um and I can't remember how the witch apprentice came about but I started playing around with oh I made a candle because that was my old business was candles I made a candle with essential oils and crystals in it mm-hmm. and it really um turned me onto a different path and I, I knew that <clears throat> what I was currently doing whether I stayed with the business or not I knew it couldn't stay as it was um so I thought about um I can't really because so many years ago now and so much has happened since I can't remember the exact series of events of how the witch apprentice started but um yeah I ended up selling that business to start the witch apprentice and it sold really quick it was like everything fell into place for me once I made that decision and it was like the universe was like giving me that um that direction yeah um the business sold really quickly it sold to a really lovely person she's still going with it um everything happened I hadn't I was running with another name for the witch apprentice and then the name the witch apprentice came to me and um and what else I found Jenna um, musings from the moon who does my graphic design who you know is the look of the witch apprentice mm-hmm. um and I just it was really lucky like um all those things that I didn't feel in my last business I instantly felt with the witch apprentice mm. I instantly made great connections with other witches who were really lovely and and yeah um, opened their arms to me into their community without really knowing me that well um and right from the very start, I've just felt supported and, um, and um, I'm repeating myself, but supported and welcomed. And, um, and that just made it, um, and, you know, those people who did that back then are still my friends now and still, um, you know, um, yeah, uh, a part of, of the Witch Apprentice, I, mm-hmm. I, I think, like, um, yeah, I was just really lucky with how it all started. Um, but I think that was just um, like indicative of it was meant to be kind totally. of thing. like, um, yeah, it was, um, I, I think about all the struggles that I had with my last business and how much, um, not not how much went wrong, but um there was always I always felt on edge and there was always uncertainty and I always felt like I had to look behind my shoulder type thing in that business whereas with this business I've never ever felt like that I've never felt uncomfortable um it's and I guess that comes from a place of being secure in what I'm doing totally um yeah and happy and um I guess other people like my peers can see that whereas in the last business I think I did feel insecure and um that's not a feeling being the Aries bitch that I am that sits well with me I don't feel like when I'm being insecure isn't a trait that I usually have so yeah it was something was obviously off yeah yeah something was off so Mm. um yeah, it was just a really, oh, it's hard to, it's hard to remember now because it was a long time ago. Like, I can't even remember what year it was, maybe 2017 or 2018. Mm-hmm. A lot I has happened remember. between then. 
And a lot has happened. 2020 happened. And I feel like the world is split in two. It's like, you know, like a, AD and BC. Yeah, and AD. yeah. I feel Before like it's COVID like and after COVID. Pre, pre-2020, after 2020. Like, yeah, I, I know, feel right? like so much has happened. Um, but, yeah, it was, um, it was a really, really smooth and um, easy path to get mm-hmm. this business up and running. And, um, yeah, I just feel, I felt so confident in what I was doing and I felt really, um, really excited to bring, like, the idea that I had to the world. And I didn't even really know what the idea was. I, like, I was just like, people would be like, what do you do? And people still ask me, like, my husband hates yeah. the question, like, what does your wife do? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so I don't know. I don't know that it works. But, um, <laughs> just look her but, up on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, exactly. He does. Like, this is our Instagram. Um, but yeah, and um, I still don't really know. Like, I don't have a definition of what I do. But um, yeah, it was just like, I just knew that it was all going to work out. And it did. Like, it totally. Just, yeah. And you'll find that as well when you when you go onto that path that you're meant to be on, you just, it's like, you know, when you're at the airport and you go on that, what is it? An elevator or something where you walk quicker on the yeah, footpath. Yep, it's like yep. you go on that because the universe is like, yep, you're, you're good. Yep, but often yep. when you either feel weird or there's just like, seems like one thing after another keeps happening. It's like, that's when you really need to go. Maybe I'm going down the wrong road here. Yeah. Yeah. Difference. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was strange. Like I don't know, um, but it was it was a really it was a really um, like cool cool time. Like I don't know, and and I was lucky in um, that I had had a business before, so I was able to bring all the experience that I'd had. Yeah. I knew what to do, and I knew not what to do. And I had a very like my instincts were very um, good with filtering out people who I knew like I had that what's that that I could just filter like the bullshit yeah filter like I knew like if someone wasn't genuine when they were talking to me so I just wouldn't pursue that relationship like I I would just be like okay that's just strictly business and we'll just keep it at that but then I could really um I had a really good um instinct for who the genuine people were Mm. and I, I knew who to um yeah how to um suss out that kind of thing so that was very lucky um and um I think also having the old business given given me um a thicker skin Mm. um I don't take things as personally as I used to with my first business I used to take things really personally with that business but with this one yeah I just don't I don't um, let things get to me as much. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And um, and how so how did Laloon come about? That was like, um, actually, Katie, who I spoke to, my friend who I spoke about earlier, who is from Castleton Collective, she does ceramics. Yeah. She actually came up with the idea. Like, really? um, yeah, yeah, we were at work one day and she's like, you should do a subscription because I think she was thinking of doing a ceramics subscription box yeah cool. she's like you should do a subscription he's like people would go nuts over that and I was like no it's too much work blah 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 um and then I she planted the seed and then um I just I just went with it but 
Um, <clears throat> I wanted to, and there's so many um, subscription boxes out there and they're all amazing. All of the subscription boxes out there, like um, what are they, like goddess provisions? And, yeah. Um, oh, there's so many. I, I can't sit here and name them all. Um, uh, there's another one, what's it called, that is like a moon, a moon related. It's a big one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I think it might be an American company, but they do worldwide. Yeah. Um, and they, um, like they do, it's a new moon box. So every mm-hmm. week you get the new moon box. And I knew there were people doing new moon boxes and full moon boxes, but I just wanted people to learn how to incorporate every moon phase. And so totally. that's what we do with La Lune. We focus, each box focuses on one moon phase. So we start obviously start at the new moon. And then we have a ritual for that and things to get you through the new moon. And then the next box will focus on the waxing moon. So the two weeks between, because I I just don't feel like people are utilizing the the moon cycle. Like they're they're only playing with the new moon and the full moon, but they're not utilizing the waning moon and the waxing moon or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really wanted to um, people to get to know how to incorporate the full cycle into your into your moon magic um so and I wanted it to be different to other boxes as well so we um we worked with um when I say we I've got um my my PA Kate who does so much work on this for me like without her Lulun would be wouldn't be anything she Mm -hmm. thank god for Kate um we um because my graphic designer um Jenna is on maternity leave we knew we had to take it from a current product so we could work with what we already had so obviously we'd taken it from the um the um pressed perfume the loon and so Mm -hmm. we just worked with that branding the moon and we made I wanted it because the witch apprentice is more lilac black and white I wanted it to kind of be different looking than the witch apprentice but Mm -hmm. still but still um, flow. Yeah. So yeah, we worked with that um, branding that we already had um, and Kate put together like the design for the boxes um, and everything else. And she does all my little designs for the exclusive products that we have in there. Like we've done bath salts and um, a Laloon roll on and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, yeah, that's how it came about. But it's been a, um, a whirlwind. It's been a massive learning curve like Mm -hmm. a huge learning curve and just a lot of work like I didn't I knew it was going to be a lot of work but I don't think I was prepared for how much it was going to be and it's been great but I think I will just do it for 12 months Mm -hmm. and then we will um look at maybe making it into a quarterly or something like that because as much as I love it it's become very time consuming so time consuming and it's now the main part of my business which I didn't want it to be I kind of yeah. knew it was going to be to start with um but yeah I want to go there's so much more I want to do with the witch apprentice and um now that Jenna is coming out of maternity leave she's come up with some new designs for some new products and I really oh. want to focus yeah it's exciting I want to focus on them so we'll do La Luna. I think the last box goes out in October we're halfway we're halfway through the moon at the moment and then yeah we might make it a quarterly might might make it a little bit bigger 
and um, maybe focus on like the seasons, not the yeah. uh, like the actual, not the um, turn of the wheel, like summer, autumn. Yeah, spring. that's cool. Yeah, um, because um, yeah, it's a lot. I love it, but it's taking a lot of time away from my family. Mm -hmm. um, it prevents me from doing things like going on holidays and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise how much it would really put my life on hold. So mm -hmm. um, as much as I love it, it won't it, it won't continue in the same vein after the 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. I think people need to realise that as well. Like um, as a business owner, you do notice that people are very quick to go, um, excuse me, what's, what's going on? Like why are things not happening immediately? And you go, well, that's why, because you're talking to a person who runs a small business, who has a family and a life, and they're yeah. doing everything by themselves. And yeah. it's hard. It's hard it's work. So, hard. so yeah. be nice to business people. They're yeah. humans. Yeah, we are. We are superhuman, but um, yeah, still, still human <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> now, I guess on that subject, <clears throat> how do you deal with because I think not only as like being a witch alone comes with a lot of judgment, misconception, um, but also as a business owner and someone who has a presence on social media, it opens you up to trolls and again, more judgment. Everybody's got an opinion. So how do you deal with all of that? What's your way of dealing with judgment and people's misconceptions about who you are and your business and all that? I've been really lucky. I don't really have um, all that much in the way of trolls like I did have um I did have a post and I ended up taking it down because I don't know it must have made it to the is it called the explore page or something oh yeah it got like a few thousand likes it just went nuts and I had some uh Christian trolls on that um <clears throat> and like I'm a firm believer that um everyone's spiritual path is unique and um, I don't care what you practice um, as long as um, I don't know like I like I'm not going to go on people's Christian posts and preach to them about witchcraft no. so um, yeah like as long as you're not hurting anybody um, my posts are for my followers I know that because of hashtags and because of the explore page it can reach other people um so because it was getting pretty heated on that post I ended up taking it off my grid because I just didn't feel it was um necessary to spread that kind of no well that's your space as well yeah yeah exactly so um that was really the only with trolls the only um problem that I had um as far as people, like, what, what was the other part of the... About um, dealing with judgment or a misconception about being... Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't really care what people think of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about you. I love that you... <laughs> Like I always say this to Patty and he's even like picked this up as well. You just like don't give a shit. And I, I love that like, about you. I really don't. I love and, it. Um, like that's my, that's my Aries. Yes. Coming out. I, I saw, I saw this like meme or a retweet or something. Um, someone said, what, 
people think about you is none of your business. And I totally agree with that. Like what Mm -hmm. you think about me, it it doesn't concern me. Like Mm -hmm. you're allowed to think whatever you want. Um, I'm not like, I don't have that innate want for people to like me I've mm-hmm. never been that kind of person I kind of like when someone doesn't like me I'm like okay cool tick them up <laughs> I'm person I don't have to worry about like um I'm busy I'm so busy I've got I yeah. can't make time for my friends I'm not gonna make time for my like trying to convince my enemies to like totally. me like um yeah I just don't give a shit basically um one I actually kind of feed off it like you've probably noticed that yeah. <laughs> uh, when someone doesn't like me and like they're like saying shit about it me, brings I'm you like, joy power it's just power like um yeah I don't know I, I really I, I get a buzz out of that so fun. you know what I find is so funny is both of us are fire signs and we have this like Leo versus Aries little thing going on. But I think it's so funny because as an Aries, if someone insulted you, you'd be like, I honestly don't give a shit. Where if someone insulted me, I'd be like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you don't like me? I know, like, I am well aware that I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'm Mm. totally fine with that. Like, I just don't, yeah, don't have the energy to um, make people like me or try and change people's minds about me. Um, But I do, like, definitely feed off it, especially (laughs) if it's public. Like, if someone goes public with the, which I, I don't actually think I've really had any anyone do anything like that for me but when this when they're taking the time to like sit down and write me a really long dm about how they don't <laughs> like me I'm like <laughs> thank you I have the power here like I you have taken an hour out of your day yeah. to dedicate and you just like it to, so it's like, energy, <laughs> to not liking me I'm like that energy that you put into not liking me is like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like benefiting from that don't you That's understand so funny. So, yeah I just don't give a fuck really like, <laughs> I um, love it <laughs> and I think like um you're the I kind of know. person that would respond like okay yeah, and they'd be like, what or like I just like the message like just a love heart double tap or I don't respond at all and like I don't, leave I'm them surprised. on scene I'm surprised I don't have more Sagittarius placements because I'm very good at ghosting like really good hate at ghosting those people. people they're so annoying <laughs> yeah like I'm just yeah but yeah um I've got like poor Katie I'm talking about Katie a lot today I and mean, she won't mind me saying this but yeah she's always like um she's like I've got that need for people to like her and she's an Aries mm. I'm like Katie go and embrace that fire babe I like, know just all it means is that it's just one less person that like you have to talk to taking up your time like yeah don't worry about it um so yeah I, um my way of dealing with that is um harnessing their energy to <laughs> to make me a more um powerful and popular witch so, I love it so I think that's what I'm going to be like in future if someone sends me a mean message or they do something to like shit me I'm going to go what would Sarah do <laughs> WWSD. Yeah, what, what would Sarah what do? Would Sarah do? <laughs> I love that. Sarah would do fuck all. That's You'd say, would I do. don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I love it. It's so good. But yeah, no, um, I have been on that note though. I have been super lucky. Like I've said in, in, um, like I'm not immune to it. Like there have been, but I have had inc- incidences where, um, yeah, like, um, uh, you know what? It's bad when it's a friend, like when. Totally. When, that's different. Yeah, mm. Someone who you've had a relationship with um that would that would affect me definitely if it was someone who you know I had a close personal relationship someone who I trusted and who I thought was um uh an ally and someone who I could trust then then that would would hurt me but um yeah otherwise yeah I don't really care even then I can't I'm trying to think of a circumstance that that yeah I don't know I'd love Um, that why can't Leos be more like Aries in that way why are we so bloody sensitive yeah yeah we're not we like and you know that is something I have to work on especially with having children I've had to learn to be because I can be insensitive I know know that um but I'm working on that and I don't think I'm insensitive anymore or as insensitive as I used to be and that comes from having um a Pisces baby definitely yeah I've got one of them too yeah she's definitely taught me how to be um more more nurturing and um brought out my softer my softer mm-hmm. side both of my girls are pisces moons so oh wow they're um definitely the universe uh was sending me a signal that i need to cool Chill it out. a little bit <laughs> be nice sarah be nice <laughs> yeah come on just be nice and um having to deal with them like <clears throat> my second daughter is a Gemini so we vibe like that like I love everyone hates Gemini's fucking love Gemini's like I think Mm. Gemini's are amazing humans I think Mm -hmm. they're like um the maybe the Aries of the air signs like they just don't give a fuck why do Um, people not like Gemini's I don't think I've ever had a bad experience with one yeah I think people think they're two-faced and I, I I think that that can come out in some instances but what I find more about Gemini's is not that they're two faces like they're split personality it's like one minute they can be wow yay have a party and then the next minute they're like ah and like yes. have a tantrum this is like from a child's point of view probably yeah. as well but yeah I just I really vibe with gems like I yeah. just think that um they tell it how it is um they're not afraid to speak their mind and they're fun they're so yeah. much fun like yeah, I really, I really like Gemini's, but yeah. Um, so my youngest is a Gemini, my my oldest is a double Pisces. She's born on a new moon. So, um, yeah, the the um the universe was definitely telling me that I need to cool my jets. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they are teaching me to be more sensitive. But still, like, there are still some people out there that just don't deserve my time. They're not worthy of my time. So yeah, they're not going to get it. Totally. (laughs) I was talking to Poppy about this. She's a Pisces and she is in grade one and she was having some issues with bullying, which is insane for grade one. But anyway, um, and we were saying to her a lot of the time you're going to meet people who are dickheads and it's not just at school, you know, you're going to go to high school, it's going to get worse. And then you move into being an adult. And unfortunately, they're everywhere. So the yeah. best thing that you can do is not give people who bring you down any energy at all, because 
at the end of the day, they feel good and you feel crap. So the best thing you can do yeah. is to completely just do not engage. There's power in walking yeah, away. Just don't engage. No. Nah. That's the thing. That's like um, there are certain, I think there's uh, so much you can get from all different types of emotions, but there are certain emotions that you should never engage in. And one of them for me is jealousy. I find okay. that the most useless emotion. The yeah. only person it hurts is the person who is jealous. That's the only totally. person. So um, I've never been not jealous by nature. I'm just, I've never have been, even when I was a kid, like I just, um, I don't engage in that emotion. Yeah. And I try and tell my kids, like, it was really funny because Hazel just recently had her birthday and Daisy felt jealousy for the first time because Hazel yes, was getting all these we had that as well with Poppy um, and Noah yeah and she's never been like that before and she didn't handle it well at all she's like mom I don't like feeling like this and then mm. she'd come up to me she's like mom I'm feeling the jealousy again and I'm like just don't like it's going to be your birthday because her birthday's in May obviously I'm like, it's yeah. going to be your birthday soon and then you'll get heaps of presents and yeah it's really funny like trying to tell a kid how yeah um how to um disengage from of- wanting something yeah, just how, be to happy navigate, someone. how to navigate that emotion. Mm. But um, it's just, I always try and tell people like that it's just the most useless emotion. Like there's just oh, no, so like, destructive. So many, yeah, so self destructive. There are so many other emotions that are negative, but we can get like anger. It, anger is a good emotion because you can, um, you, like it can give you an outlet yeah but, um you know there are negative emotions that are good but jealousy is just one of those emotions I'm just it's almost like, like a poison isn't it it really it just poisonous. something that you've drank Definitely. yourself and it's just going to destroy you yeah it really is and yeah and all it does is make the other person stronger whoever you're jealous of totally it, because like we all love it when someone's jealous of us like mm. we, we're like I don't know, it makes us feel stand up taller. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So yeah, um, I don't know how we got onto that. No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, don't be jealous, people. Don't be jealous. (laughs) Um, so do you have any advice for people who are wanting to start their own business? And this could be just a business or a spiritual business in particular? Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm one to take advice from because I like even all those nice things you say about me being a great businesswoman. I don't feel that I am like, um, yeah, I'm terrible at like, I'm terrible at business. I, 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 the reason I say that is because obviously you've got a good following your, the things that you do, people love, they really resonate. But also I think you have a good um, support network, which means you're obviously a good person, but Also, you navigated through COVID, which as a small business myself, it's hard to do that. It was a really big hurdle. And I think being able to do that, it really shows your work ethic. It's not just your business skills and what you know about business, but how you work through difficult situations and how you keep people like on board. And I think all of those things you totally possess. And that's why to me, you are a good business person. Thank you. Um, COVID kind of gave me no choice to take The Witch Apprentice on full time. Before that, I was working at Maya and absolutely loving it and, like, had every intention of having The Witch Apprentice as just my little side passion project, like Mm -hmm. um, just my little, you know, my little thing. Um, And then 
COVID hit and I was forced to make a living out of this. Um, not forced, like that's the wrong word, um, just pushed into making a living out of this. Mm -hmm. um, and I, yeah, I was just um, really lucky because now it is my full-time job and, and I tried to go back to Maya, but I can't, I can't, don't have the time to do Maya. But yeah, it's really weird how it happened. It was kind of all taken out of my control, but um, I don't know any advice I'd give people is just try and be original mm -hmm. um, try and um, stand out. Um, no one's going to want another Wiccan sage. Exactly. There's already a Wiccan sage. Um, nobody's going to want uh, another, I don't know, whatever else. So it's like just do, do your own thing. Um, and I don't know. Like, yeah, People just... can sniff that off a mile away. Like the reason why my business works is because it's me. The reason why your business exactly. works is it's you. So if you try and be <clears throat> me, you aren't going to do a very good job and people will go, I don't find you genuine. But if you go, yeah. well, I'll do it in my own style. The people who, um, who don't mesh with me, but me with you, they'll go to you and you'll grow from there. Like you don't yeah. need to copy people. No, no, definitely. And, um, like uh, the the community is so um, welcoming and so um, supportive of other witches and like like you just said like you know if um like I, so many people will message me and say do you have this and I'll be like no but the spiritual toolbox does yes. or um, like no but um, go to nature maga like um, I'd always like if I don't do some, if someone says, do you have this? It doesn't make me go, oh no, but I'll make it. Totally. I'll, I'll be like, oh no, but I know someone else who does. Like, yep. um, yeah, don't think you have to do everything the same as everyone. Um, don't, the main advice is like, don't, and it's a bit weird coming from a business point of view, but try not to see it as making money just try to see it as yeah. doing what you love mm -hmm. um and just be um authentic because yeah if you're not authentic people are going to see straight through you um get a good accountant <laughs> yes. like the actual yes. business side of stuff yeah. like the serious stuff yeah. get a good accountant um and yeah that's um Oh, and a good website, like an easy-to-navigate yeah. website. If I could, like, um, the one good thing about selling my last business and coming into The Witch Apprentice, like, um, like I was able to invest that money that I sold my last business from into The Witch Apprentice. And one of the biggest things and the best things that I did was pay someone to do my website. Oh, and yeah. if you shop around, it's not overly, I think people think it no. must be a really expensive thing to do, but it's not. And these no. people like, and you know, Kate, um, who, who is my PA, she, that's what she, like her original business was. And that's how I found Kate. Mm -hmm. um, because yeah, her and her husband designed my website. Um, and it's, yeah, like, um, if anyone wants a recommendation, the Zephyr Live, they're amazing. They're really, I've put so many people onto them. They're, um, yeah, they're affordable. Like, it's not an overly expensive thing to do. Um, so invest your money wisely. Like, you don't have to invest a lot of money into a business, but what mm -hmm. money you do invest, make sure you are investing it on something good. Also, another thing, and I've seen um, a lot of, um, up 
and coming witches. Um, and I think they see, you know, the success of like you releasing your um, your boxes mm-hmm. each, each um, uh, for each season, and and me doing like a pre-sale and stuff like that. Um, start small, like mm. like I know a lot of people think, oh, like when I do my pre-sales, oh my god, like I'm going to do that, and that's like going to be successful as how, as what. Um, she does but like what they don't know is that I started my very first pre-sale I had 10 oils yeah like that's how it started mm. it started with 10 yeah now 350 but that it needs is time like, to grow it's taken a long like it's taken a couple of years to get to the point where I am now like that I think a lot of people think that my business was an overnight success but it wasn't like it was a COVID success definitely yeah um, but it wasn't an overnight success. Yeah, I remember like the first pre-sale was 10, then the next one I did 15, and the next one I did 25. Like it wasn't like, um, yeah, it didn't start with huge numbers. So start small. Um, don't come into Instagram. Build build a profile before you launch. Mm-hmm. Like get build relationships before you launch. Yeah. Um, get a little bit of like I did that with the witch apprentice and then by the time I was ready to launch people were really excited for it like I'd mm-hmm. share little um share little sneak peeks and stuff like that like get people interested in it make relationships um and um build friendships with people who will share your product so you yeah. reach a wider audience that kind of thing again don't ask your peers to do that like um yeah the like just make sure you um they'll naturally do that anyway if you've built a good relationship exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it's just little things I don't know I don't know if I have one like golden egg of advice no. but um yeah just so I could I could be here forever like with totally little, there's with so little. many little things I yeah. think what you said before is really important as well about um, you know, if you don't have it, you pass it on to someone else. And I think a lot of the time there are people who start these businesses and they see everyone else as a competition Yeah, and yeah. it's really not, it doesn't have to be. And I think that's almost, I would say in a line with, um, jealousy because they have something you don't and you need to be better than them. And I think it really puts like a negative energy into your business because you're yeah. threatened by someone. And so I yeah. think my only, you go. Sorry. And my only competition is myself. That's, totally. Yeah. That's the only person I compete with and compete with anyone else. I like, I love um, my other witches. I love yeah. them. Like, yeah. And um, I'm just, I'm a very, very huge supporter of them and and I get that in return and it's um yeah it's really rewarding yeah but yeah I don't compete with anyone there's no one there is no one I look at on Instagram and think I have to be doing better than them no. like the minute the moment you're doing that you're setting yourself up for failure totally agree yeah and um and you can look at it from a larger scale and go hundreds of years ago if we were doing this we all would have been burnt at a stake and yeah, now we can do it and people we all would have been it. and we all would have been friends we all would have been a community sure. like yeah we would have been supporting each other um yeah it's just um I yeah I don't know I, I don't I don't 
like I am a very competitive person with some things but yeah it's more like just trying to like for me it's like you like going back to my pre-sales like I have to do better than the last one I have to like yeah that's like my only my only um drive is to Mm -hmm. better better myself not yeah there's nothing wrong with that someone um now I have to bring this up (laughs) I think you probably already know what it is but we were doing a live once and this absolute gold nugget came out that was about Sarah um so what do you do on a Sunday Sarah what's (laughs) yeah it's changing up a bit because my family are getting a bit sick of it (laughs) so tell us what 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 did you use to do what was your Sunday ritual so every Sunday I bake (laughs) a roast I do a roast chicken yeah um and it's a um it's a very um I just think it's a it's a really cathartic way to start my week because um mm. we do the roast it's a feast for the family um it's I, also a feast for someone else though isn't it I'm <laughs> getting there okay <laughs> patience um and we like it's yeah it's just a family ritual and we all sit down to the table and I leave an offering each um each Sunday actually we did it on Monday this week we did it last night because we it was too hot on Sunday um and I leave an offering for George Michael because George Michael is um has always been a very big part of my life since the early 80s (laughs) um and I listen to George Michael and we um we as we eat and I light a candle for him Mm -hmm. and um I just feel like he I don't know if he connects to this ritual in any way but it's just my way of saying thanks for the happiness that he brings me um especially at Christmas time um just all yeah um he's always been a bit of a presence in my life but we are mixing it up um even though the place is always he's always welcome always set for George Mm -hmm. playing different music because my family are getting a little bit sick of it (laughs) I want them to end up hating George Michael so we've been um playing Hazel is writing to Ed Sheeran oh yeah um I bought that I got tickets for us to see Ed Sheeran got to wait a year which is like a lifetime when totally um so we've got play a bit of um Ed Sheeran Lil Nas X comes up because Daisy and myself are a huge fan of Lil yeah. Nas um and um what did we listen to this week Orville Peck was played this yeah. week so we are mixing it up a little bit but then when you messaged me was it last Sunday I was playing George because the yes. family were outside so the family's outside George is on like there's no there's no changing my mind but yeah we are mixing it up a little bit with some different artists but the place is always set for George Michael always. I love that I, that brings me so much joy that you do that because I think like what a compliment to him that like roast is a it's not an easy dish it takes time you got to put love into it and it's for him and I and think like was, what a cool um, way to like respect someone that's meant so much to you I googled what his favorite dinner was (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and this was after like not not like um during because I'm like oh maybe he doesn't even like roast chicken and no shit it came up that he loved roast chicken the best and I was like so it's just meant to be um but I just feel like George Michael was just someone 
uh, the kind of person that people should aspire to be. He was like, you know, so um, like uh, someone who was um, very, um, what's the word? Uh, like he was a really good person. Mm-hmm. Um, he did really well. Um, he did really great things with his wealth and his privilege. And he was someone who recognised his privilege too. Like he's always um, very um, quick to recognise that he didn't, um, that he had it pretty good or like he came from a pretty good, he had a good upbringing and everything like that. So, um, and and yeah, I just think he was, he's someone that should be honoured because I, I really, I really like George Michael. I love it. I, I love, just love his music. His music makes me happy. Um, yeah, I love I love good pop. Like I love a good pop. Oh artist. yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, like that's it's not like my main genre, that's for sure. But like, yeah, like when a good I, when a good pop artist comes along, I can definitely appreciate, you can have a jam. Yeah, definitely appreciate that um, that talent for sure. I love it. It's the best. <laughs> The best story ever. Um, now, I know we talked about your morning ritual, but do you have an evening one as well? Yeah, I do protection at night time mm-hmm. uh, for my kids and myself. It's not, um, I might do a little bit of journaling, um, but I use my oils um, at night time. I don't really go into it because it's quite personal, but. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, protection is implemented at night time uh, while we sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. Um, it's a quick one. It's not yep. something I spend too much time on. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, I do do a nightly ritual. Nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Hmm. Okay. So to end, I have five questions for you and they're kind of like a spitfire round. I'm so bad at this kind of thing. I'm so terrible. I wish you sent them through to me first because I know like in an (laughs) hour's time, I'll be like, oh, I should have said that. I should have said this. I'm not a quick thinker, but anyway, let's try. Let's give it a go. All right. Number one, what is a movie you could watch a thousand times and never get sick of? The Holiday. See, there you go. I love that's my favorite movie ever. It's a good Christmas I love, one. I love Christmas. I really love totally. Christmas. Yeah. I'm there with you on that. Yeah. I love Jude Law. Oh, uh, <laughs> how could you not? Exactly. Uh, okay. Um, a book that changed your life. A book that changed my life. Fuck. Um, what changed my life? I've, I've read so many books. I know it's a hard one. So many books. Um Jesus I don't know I really don't know is there Um, one that you always go back to heaps that I always go back to like heaps um I really love a good novel Mm -hmm. I really love like high fidelity Mm-hmm. Never changed my life, but <laughs> what's his name? Nick Hornby. I really love his style of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm going to think of something later, and then That's you can fine. you can put it in the notes. But yeah, yeah, I really do love anything by Nick Hornby. I think he's a really talented writer. But cool. I don't know about changed my life. But growing up deaf um, and um, living in a world before when I say growing up deaf, I went deaf in my um, early twenties. Yeah. But, um, growing up in an era for a very long time that um you know smart tv wasn't um yeah accessible and closed captions and all that kind of thing that makes everything um accessible for me now um 
books were my entertainment. So I have read hundreds of books. So trying mm-hmm. to pick one is really I hard. Know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I know um, I know there's some authors that have that have really stood out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a really good one. She's only like more recent, Sally Rooney, like she wrote mm-hmm. um, Normal People. But yeah, um, I'm going to say high fidelity for now because my my world growing up before my hearing world was um, dedicated to music. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll say cool. that for now. Do you have a spirit animal? I don't really because I don't really feel it's part of my culture. No, but I do have animals that I'm attracted to. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, many though birds mm-hmm. are huge for me um birds of prey especially yeah um I see them everywhere that even my even my husband is just like like I'll be like oh eagle and I know them all like I'm like, oh a wedgie oh a peregrine oh like I just know mm. um which ones are which and um they they are everywhere like my husband goes on a drive for me and he's like what the fuck like they're all (laughs) why are all these birds of prey everywhere um so yeah um I don't yeah just um like I'm not like um definitely not trying to gatekeep with the spirit animal type thing but um Mm -hmm. I I don't know enough about spirit animal the the untotems to like say that I have one Mm -hmm. but um if I'm I'm connected to and yeah more so the connection bird of prey definitely a bird of prey cool yeah um so if you could go anywhere in the world right now where would you go I'd go somewhere like um like in England to like a forest that like has like all the you know the English wildflowers and things like that yeah I'd go somewhere that you know like the um cottage on the holiday yes oh my god how beautiful is Kate that? Winslet's yeah I'd go like irises I'd go somewhere like that I would go yeah. and um I think that's in Surrey um but yeah I, I would go that's where I would go beautiful it's mm. like um the Cotswolds in England yes yes oh, yeah it's ridiculous exactly that's where mm. I would go yeah cool last one mm-hmm. what does happiness look like for you Oh, my, my girls, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. my girls, when they're laughing and getting along and, yeah, just happy family. That's, Beautiful. that's happiness to me. Yeah, it's so, so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good family, good food, roof over my head, money in my bank, like that, just all those, all those things that we, um, people in a privileged position take for granted. But mm-hmm. um, I'm, yeah. Um, so that's happiness for me just knowing that um, my girls have a secure life mm, beautiful yeah security beautiful. yeah thank you thank you so much for being here today thank you for having um, me where can everyone find you um do you want my address <laughs> <laughs> www no so you're on instagram that's your main yep. place yeah yep. um yeah insta yeah, cool. the, the Winch Apprentice. Um, that's where you find me. I'm always there. Um, uh, we're, we're thinking about like um, where I have my workspace down at that. Sorry, my hair's really itching me. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
Where have the um, workspace down at Torquay? We're thinking of having open days, like regular open days. Yeah. So if you are local to Geelong and the Surf Coast and surrounds, um, check my Instagram because it cool. is something that we're going to do. I don't really do markets anymore. That's not my thing, especially yeah. with my hearing. It's really, really hard. Um, but we did, my friend Ash and I did a market uh, she came and helped me in Ballarat in July and it was really, really fun. So mm -hmm. we might do that again this year. But, yeah, Insta, that's where you can find me. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's You're... been lovely to chat with you as always. I know. It's always fun. And you talk Thank me you. up so much, but you're doing amazing things as well and you've created a beautiful um presence on social media that obviously was drawn to um yeah I really look um look to you for inspiration as well Aww, you're doing thank you. a great job thank you you can stay you can stay <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much and everyone go and check out Sarah because she is she's a total legend thanks gorgeous bye <laughs> bye oh Sarah isn't she amazing? I always love chatting with her. It's the, the first time I spoke to her, I realized how easy it is to chat with her. Like we just, you know, there's just some people that like, it feels like you're just automatically going into a conversation you've been having for hours. That's how I feel with Sarah. Cause she's just super easy to talk to. And I really hope that you guys enjoyed our chat. Um, if you would like to see us, in real life kind of <laughs> or we want to watch the uh the interview instead of just listening you can jump over to youtube and you will find my channel under rose thorn cottage uh i will be taking a few weeks off from my store wiccan sage so i'm going to be spending a bit of time creating youtube content which i'm super excited about um so hopefully that will start to be flowing through on youtube there and we can kind of get that space going a bit so if you haven't already definitely subscribe because i will be putting more magic there um, if you want some other places to find me you can always see me on Instagram, obviously. I'm under Wick and Sage, and that's the same for Facebook. Or you can join our little witchy coven that we have going on over on Patreon. Uh, and that is also under Rose Thorn Cottage. I'm getting quite a little crew going there, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but as always, I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And oh, also... You guys totally love the spooky stories. Um, I really enjoyed that too. So Patty and I have decided we are going to be doing more episodes with stories, but I think we're going to change the theme up every time. Um, so in a few weeks, I think the new theme is going to be mermaids. Um, I am a massive mermaid lover. I'm super, super attracted to them. And I have found a couple of stories and they kind of like blew my brain a little bit. So I want to be talking about them and it's, some of them got audio. So I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about it as well, because mermaids come with a big, a big debate. Are they real? Are they not real? Kind of like divides people. So that should be a good episode, but that won't be for a few weeks. Um, but I will be seeing you next week with Patty again, because we will be chatting all things Sawin. Uh, but until then, I hope you all have a really beautiful week. 
uh, and I will see you soon. Bye.